Welcome to Game Pinions episode 52. I'm your host, Calman, and today I am joined by Dakota. Hey, what's up? Not too much, not too much. Um, for those of you that do not know, we are Game Pinions, a podcast where we talk selectively about video games, gaming news, and our gaming experiences, both new and old. Every Thursday, a new episode spawns out of your favorite podcast portal, youtube.com and gamepinions.net. Dakota, we're going to be talking about some F1 today. Some F1 2020 to be specific. I was going to, that's, that's, you know, that's going to pretty much be like the only topic, but I did kind of want to go into, um, I guess the reasons why we decided to buy F1 because I'm not an F1 fan and I know that you're not an F1 fan either, but do you know what reason why, uh, I'm kind of referencing here as to why we went with F1? Ah, uh, it's cause we just cannot get a good NASCAR game. It just, it can't happen. Uh, you know, what we predicted uh, turned out to come true is that NASCAR Heat 5 just turned into a reskin from NASCAR Heat 4. Yeah, and it's it's bad. Um, now, just a disclaimer, both me and Dakota did not play the, uh, the game that's labeled as NASCAR Heat 5, but we did play Heat 4, and it wasn't a bad game. Um, and, you know, it's still a game that I enjoy. It's still, you know, pretty good racing. Um, but NASCAR Heat 5, you know, there's some Reddit posts of people putting up different screenshots from career mode where it's showing like a trophy. And instead of like showing like NASCAR Heat 5 on the trophy, it's saying NASCAR Heat 4. There's like different decals that are still saying NASCAR Heat 4 on it. And overall, it just kind of looks like it is a really bad repackage of NASCAR Heat 4. So I was really disappointed about that. But we both kind of assumed that was going to be the case. And, you know, that kind of, I guess, pushed us to get F1. Um, but it's honestly just kind of disappointing that <laughs> that was the reason why we, you know, decided to go with it. Well, that's what I think we were, like, both excited for a racing game because we got on NASCAR Heat 4 kind of late um, because we just kind of got into NASCAR again, uh, you know, full-time watching and, and following so we got into the game a little bit late. And I think, like what you said, for what it was, it wasn't a bad game. Um, it was like a fun arcade racer. It, it wasn't anything fantastic. But if you wanted to scratch that like NASCAR itch, like it did the job. We had some fun on online races, um, You know, played some of the career mode. Uh, we even did, our obviously, our racing league, uh, which has been a ton of yeah. fun. But... Uh, we both, when this game got announced, um, you know, we talked about, you know, if we'd buy it or not. And we, the topic came up there, and I think we even might have mentioned it on the podcast. Like, with the next-gen systems coming out, this being a small developer, there's a very good chance this could be a bust and uh, just, just essentially be a reskin, which it looks to be exactly what it was. F1 just so happened to come out around the same time. And again, you know, like I said, we were itching for a racing yeah. game. So uh, the reviews uh, obviously were very good. And I, I mean, we kind of impulse bought Definitely. this a little bit. I mean, me and you were texting like three <laughs> days before it came out. And it was almost like a game of chicken because I feel like none of us wanted to buy it right away. But we were like waiting to see who would pull the trigger first and get it. And it wound up being you. You sent me the screenshot <laughs> of the download. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll download it. And I'm glad I did. Yeah, me too. And I think that the most frustrating part to me about that whole NASCAR situation is that they haven't, I think 704 Studios, I think that's who, who develops that game. They haven't been making NASCAR games for a long time. Um, but, you know, from what I've read, NASCAR Heat 4 is a really big step up from NASCAR Heat 3. But the fact that, you know, they're still trying to get their footing 
and they're still trying to, I guess, you know, obviously when whenever you have a, a, a game franchise, you want the franchise to, you know, make strides. And to me, I don't feel like they could afford to just make a tiny, I don't even know if it would be considered a step here. And to me, it kind of damages a little bit of trust for the people that did purchase the game because they really just got a repackaged game. And I just don't think that's great momentum heading into next generation when they're supposedly going to have a brand new engine for the game. You know, this isn't like Madden where, sure, you could make the argument that Madden repackages a lot of things throughout the years too, but Madden's also a really long running franchise that has been known to be of, you know, high quality throughout the years. It already has established a ton of trust. And those of us that are addicted to getting it, you know, we're kind of just locked in and then, you know, it's just kind of how it is. But that's not really the case for NASCAR. And I just don't think that, I just don't think this is a really good look for them. Like this should have been a DLC pack. They should have just, you know, charged like, I don't know, 30 bucks for the new car schemes or whatever and just kind of said hey we're going to be waiting for next gen to release our game yeah because i totally respect the small studio you know probably has limited resources but i mean games aren't cheap the prices are going up now as we've heard in the next generation so if you're going to shell out 60 dollars for a game at launch it has to be worth it you know there's very few games that i buy directly at launch anymore um you know just looking at the last one was the last of us obviously and now this one has been the the past two and they're both full-fledged games that now i mean after playing f1 seem to be worth it um it, it just it really stinks because there is a dedicated racing um like enthusiast group out there you know community that, that buys racing games i mean they spend sometimes thousands of dollars on their setup and if you put out a good racing game, they'll play it. And this game just, it's going to get blown by. And I, like you said, I think it's a step back and it's unfortunate to see what the next gen game looks like. If there is going to be one, I hope for the best, but this doesn't make me feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, That's the thing, right? Imagine you bought NASCAR heat four at full price. Then you get this game at full price. And I think this game is actually selling for $50 on steam. I'm not sure about the other consoles, but I'm pretty sure on steam it's selling for 50. Um, but imagine doing that. The next generation prices get bumped up to seventy. You know, do you really trust these developers to be making an actual game and not just a repackage of five, which is a repackage of four? So I just, I mean, to me, it, that's that's kind of a, a mess up, and I'm not sure what kind of consequences that's going to yield. But it's, I don't know, it's just very disappointing and not, it's just not beneficial to anyone in the situation. It just makes them look bad. So, and you know, part of the reason that Madden can kind of give it away with that. You know, NBA can kind of get away with that. Um, You know, NHL is because there's a lot of people that watch those sports like basketball, football, hockey. They're going to buy the game regardless. I mean, NASCAR, it's not a small fan base, but it's definitely a fraction of what that is. And probably even less that actually like play video games. Like if you think of like the demographics of who watches NASCAR, I mean, how many of those guys, you know, play video games on a consistent basis? Probably not a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I was thinking about this, too, is that, you know, I feel like Madden and all the sports games, when when you play them for like the first time and say maybe you're not a huge fan of that sport, but after you play and you kind of know the players, to me, I think that kind of leads to having interest in that sport eventually. I think it kind of increases the chances of you wanting to actually watch the sport. 
and maybe not so much with these newer games, but you know, the older games that had like the career modes or, you know, really detailed franchise modes, which have kind of gotten more, you know, minimized over the years. That to me was something that really made me interested in the sports. And even though, you know, NASCAR Heat 4 had a great career mode, well, not really a great career mode, but had a good career mode. I don't know if I would say that it would be enough to make like a newcomer to the sport want to watch the sport, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, the the thing about NASCAR that people always joke about, you know, it's just turning left, but there's so many things that go into that, you know, the turning of left, like how much more it is um, and how much goes into, you know, each lap and um, just the entirety of a race. I mean, it's, it's so mentally and physically uh, uh, draining and that doesn't translate very well in the NASCAR games. You know, NASCAR Heat 4, like you said, the, the career mode wasn't bad. I mean, they had the social media feature, which was kind of yeah. cool, um, where after the races, you know, you would actually get like a short clip from one of the drivers. And um, they had quite a few. I mean, I didn't see any of the, the clips repeat. And I put, um, I want to say probably 10 to 15 hours in a career mode. Um, and you know, it's the same story, you know, you start at the dirt track and then you make your way up to the trucks and then eventually you're in the Xfinity series and then eventually you're up in, you know, the, the, the big leagues, but it's, you know, with NASCAR Heat 4, the gameplay, it's not satisfying. Like we were, we were playing online in F1, uh, and we were talking about how satisfying it is, you know, just even if you're not winning the race, I mean, the game is so difficult and it, it's such a big, you know, learning curve that even if I'm in like sixth out of 12th, you know, but I'm running good lap times, like that's satisfying, you know, taking a turn better than I did the last time. It's satisfying. The game makes it really satisfying to improve in it. NASCAR heat four. It was always kind of like, if you didn't get first place, it was a disappointment because the game was so easy. Even on a hard, harder difficulties, like you could crash and then get back up front within like a couple laps it was almost like the, the gameplay wasn't there to, to keep you continuing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, in, in F1, you know, the, the AI definitely is a lot more advanced. I also think that part of the, the enjoyment of the gameplay is something that, you know, I kind of was bashing NASCAR a bit, like, you know, a while ago when we first, you know, started, um, you know, talking about NASCAR Heat 4. And it's, I always said that games that, you know, these racing games, they need to have better optimization for... The controller and to me nascar doesn't have great optimization for the controller i think there is a clear and a huge disadvantage between the steering wheel and a controller in nascar in f1 though it looks to me and it feels to me that they actually really optimized the controls for the controller like it feels good to go into the turns is it as good as the wheel probably not but i am willing to bet that the gap is not as extreme as it would be for NASCAR. And the courses are so much more complicated too. So you couldn't play NASCAR without playing with the controller settings to find one that worked for like, I, I would sit in there, I think when we first got the game and we played around with it for like an hour trying to find controller settings. And this one was like right off the bat, like without any adjustments felt really smooth. Yeah, yeah, it did. And that to me is huge. Like that's, that's like one of the most important things in, in racing games. And I feel like there's not many of them that I've played that does that particularly well. Even going back to Gran Turismo, I don't think the controls felt great in that either for a controller. It just clearly felt like it was designed for a steering wheel. And if you're using a controller, you're just at a major disadvantage. And I just like how it feels like you can still be competitive with a controller in this game, which 
you know, is huge. It's, it's a much more enjoyable experience driving, even though I think it's a little bit more difficult. I think just having the ability to actually use, you know, what you already have, you don't have to go out and get a steering wheel and you can still be competitive. I just think that really adds to like the approachability of the game and also just the overall enjoyment of the game too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, so I don't know how far you are and I know we got it. Um, I want to say Saturday we played for the first time and I started playing the be a driver mode, which from what I've read is, is very similar to last year's mode. You started the new mode, which was the, um, create a team mode. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit about that. I mean, are you enjoying that, that portion? Because apparently that's been a big step, I guess, in the series, the F1 series. Well, I played very little of it, but what I did play of it, it already feels way more advanced and way more, I guess, involved and deep. It feels like deeper than, you know, the NASCAR career by so much. And this to me, like you kind of... I don't know. I like the, the interviews and I like how the questions kind of have like an RPG type element to it. Because if you answer a question about like aerodynamics or something, it kind of alerts your aerodynamics department. Or if you're talking about, you know, oh, the car was, you know, it was kind of uh, chugging out there, then it'll kind of alert like your, um, you know, your, your engine department. So it's, it's really cool. Like it has different elements in there that are sprinkled in and I already feel like there's so much to to do and so much to look into that, I mean, honestly, I'm blown away. And, and I've only, I think I'm only, what, I think three races in or something. And I already just feel like there's there's just so much more depth to this mode. You know, you get to hire a teammate. You get to, you know, invest in an engine. You get to invest in sponsors. You know, you can acquire more sponsors for good performance. And it's, there's just, there's so much. <laughs> there's like a calendar you have like your car reveal, which is really cool. You know, sit down interviews. It's it's really, really, really good and really well done. And to me, that is something that makes me interested in F1, seeing like all the, the processes going on. Um, like that, to me, that mode, I feel like this is something that would actually bring in new fans because um, I feel like it's kind of doing that to me. It's, you know, kind of piquing my interest a bit. And I feel like that's what, these modes are almost kind of intended to do. Um, so I think it's, I think it's a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah. I, I, so the, the be a driver mode is, is, is similar. Um, it's so much deeper than NASCAR was like, you know, NASCAR, you had, you would go to the race day and you would have practice, but there was really no rhyme or rhythm to the practice. You just drove around and try to get the best time. I mean, you could tweak your car, but there was no objective. Then you go to qualifying and then the race, uh, you know, in this, you start in a practice, but there's different objectives. And, you know, it's like, okay, go out there and run some laps and we'll see how the tires hold up. And then based off how you drive, the tires could, you know, you could let, you could save them or, you know, you could, um, you know, you could race really hard in that few laps. And that's going to affect your pit strategy for the lap because, oh, okay, well, our tires aren't lasting on this. So do you want to try another set of tires or are we just going to lock in this strategy? And then you do that for, you know, like the engine. And uh, it was, it just, it's, it makes you feel like you're in control and you make a difference. And it, the practice was like 30 minutes. And I played like all 30 minutes of the practice trying to do the goals and objectives. So come race day, you would have, you know, an accurate strategy, you know, that was going to be true and hold up. And, kind of like what you said, it made me want to like kind of start watching a little bit. I've never watched a single F1 race, 
But like now after this, I kind of want to. I don't know. It just seems like a different racing style than like NASCAR, say. There's probably not as much drama because it's, it's you know, the field separates. There's not as many uh, drivers. I know there's a few big names, but I kind of want to see what it's all about after playing this. Yeah, I kind of do too. And, and, you know, there's different things that, you know, going into like the actual driving, there's different like, you know, technologies and things that I didn't even know these cars would do. Um, you know, and I'm talking about like the overtake switch and, you know, the DRS or DSR, I think it's DRS, um, you know, that those different, you know, mechanics and things that I guess the cars are capable of doing. Um, it's super interesting. Um, and, you know, I don't know if they really go into super big detail about, you know, what these things do, but I'm sure there's something in the game that you can look into and, and see, you know, what does what, but I don't know. It's just, it's little things like that. And, you know, sure. There's probably been people that have played a ton of F1 games, but for someone that's just coming in and I know nothing about F1 at all coming in and seeing all this, all these things that these cars are doing. I mean, just from a technical standpoint, it's like insane. And it's already just way more different than, than, you know, any racing game that I've played before, where I feel like maybe they didn't really go into um, all the different, you know, capabilities of the car. But I don't know. There's just there, there's a really cool element about it. I like the presets that we get to pick. I'm pretty sure there is a way to, to customize it and make your own preset, I think, um, which I haven't gotten that far yet. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed. Yeah, um, it, it seems like a game that I, I was not worried about it, but again, going into it kind of blind and only going off what like other people have said. Um, but everything they've said turns out to be true. Like really deep career mode, really deep um, creative team mode. The online experience is really good. It does seem like racers in this um, type of game, they do they race clean, you know, because you can't really race these cars dirty. It just it's not that type of game. Um, but it's not like NASCAR where, uh, you know, the first lap, somebody intentionally puts you in the wall. I mean, you run across them every now and then, but yeah. we played quite a few races where, you know, there was no contact at all. And if it was, it was usually by us by mistake because, you know, we're just <laughs> not used to the game yet. Yeah, NASCAR um, but the other thing too is, uh, and you said this was that people actually finish the race. Yeah. Even people that are, you know, plus 30 seconds, they spin out in the first lap or they get a, uh, a start early penalty and they have to take a pit, um, they remain there for the entire race. And it, it, it seems like a very wholesome um, like racing community, which is kind of fun because we play on, online quite a bit. I would say probably 60-40, probably right, for online single player. Usually when me and you are playing, we're playing online. And the NASCAR experience wasn't that great. No. Yeah, it definitely wasn't. It was hard to join lobbies. Um, I feel like the connection was never super strong. And I don't know if that was really on my end or if it was on NASCAR's end. Um, but there's always like different connection issues. And I got disconnected from F1 last night. That's just because my connection was really taking a dump. And NASCAR, it's like we disconnect at least once every single time we try to play the game. I don't know why that is. Um, but we haven't had that problem with F1. And, you know, that's obviously good because you want to be able to finish the race in, in one shot. Um, but I definitely do like how everyone sticks around. And um, to me, it kind of feels like people are really interested in sticking around and just trying to improve their lap times. Because I feel like any time that you're out there, you know, driving around uh, in the, you know, whatever track you're at, it's kind of an opportunity to kind of do better the next time. So there's really no benefit of quitting and then waiting in a lobby and then, you know, going back into, you know, a different lobby. And it just, it doesn't really make any sense to quit. 
especially when like, you know, there's only like five laps in most cases, um, depending on what lobby you're in. So, I mean, I, I definitely appreciate that. And it seems like it maintains, you know, a decent amount of people throughout. So, cause I mean, sometimes in NASCAR, it's like, you'll have a lobby that has a whole bunch of people, they do bad and then they all leave. And then there's like three people left. Um, that really hasn't been the case so far with F1, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like with NASCAR, we were kind of hoping to recapture the Gran Turismo days, you know, of, of playing because that was such a solid racing experience. And uh, we never really got that with that game. It was fun, obviously, because it was NASCAR and, you know, uh, we're into that. But this is kind of feeling similar. Like I'm, I'm kind of having the same feeling with this game as we have with the Gran Turismo PS3 uh, games that we played. It's kind of like the same experience. Like I'm really, really enjoying it. And the presentation is unreal. Um, that and the graphics. I mean, we played uh, a rain, uh, we had a, a race in the rain. <laughs> and I mean, we used the helmet cam and it's unbelievable how like realistic it looked. Like we couldn't see anything. Vision was so blurry. You had to actually slow down or else you would have spun. I mean, you could feel it on the on the corners if you were going into it too fast. You could kind of feel the grip uh, start to lose it a little bit. And it was just so neat. Yeah, it's the rain is very punishing. I also don't think we had the right tires on. Um, I think you're supposed to change it to wet conditions. And I think I just kept it at dry which explains why I could not drive at all. Um, but it's, it's punishing. You can't see anything. If you have damage on, like that's, that's it. Like you're, you're done. <laughs> you're gonna, you're probably gonna crash. Um, and I think the track that we were at when it was raining was a pretty narrow track. There wasn't really a lot of room for, you know, error. <laughs> so yeah, it, was, it was, it was it pretty was bad. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, it's so hard to see. Like when you're by yourself, it's not too bad. But when you're in that pack in the beginning where I think that's like when accidents are most prone, that first turn, it seems like the case in any racing game. The first turn's always like, you know, what's going to happen? Everybody's going balls right. to the wall. You know, nobody wants to give up position even though it's lap one. And yeah. uh, <laughs> and I think that's part of it too is the way that the position works, you know, and the penalties. In It's nice because it does punish you for racing dirty in the form of seconds off your final time. Even if I finish ahead of you, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to look that way in the standings, you know, depending on how many penalties you have. We had one race where, um, again, this one guy was just wrecking everybody. And, I mean, he finished, I think, pretty high in terms of the order. Like, he finished, like, fourth. But he wound up coming in, like, 11th, you know, after penalties were assigned. Yeah. So it's nice that it does encourage clean racing. Yeah, there's not really a benefit of – I mean, if you're going to wreck somebody, like, you better wreck them, <laughs> like you know, to accommodate for that penalty. Um, I did that last night because somebody – you know, I was trying to race clean. And it's on the first lap and he just, you know, comes down on me on the turn and he's just hooked. I mean, our tires are hooked together and he just will not let go. And I try to back out. I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to give him the spot. And when I backed out, he kept, you know, pushing to the side and ends up spinning me out. So I worked, you know, the best I could to catch back up to him. And he was actually behind you. And he kind of got to, I guess, your, your back, I guess it wouldn't be a corner panel. I guess just your back wheel. And I saw his car go out to the right a little bit and hook left trying to, to get to you. And he missed. I don't know if you had like your overtake on or something, but he completely missed and almost spun out. So that kind of allowed me to catch back up to him. And as soon as I went into the turn, I just waited a little bit longer to break and I just pushed his back end and he just slid just completely off the track. It and, is and, so satisfying the the physics in the game too, because NASCAR oh, yeah. the, the the cars felt kind of like tanks, 
Like it was hard to spin someone, you know, not that you're racing dirty, but to push them out of the way and kind of move them a little bit, you couldn't really do. And you're not supposed to do that in this type of game, but I feel like the cars react pretty realistically to contact, whereas NASCAR, they didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And it was highly satisfying. Obviously, that wouldn't have worked if there was damage on. Um, this was a, a no damage server that we were on that I was able to complete that. But I think, you know, you had some run-ins with some people last night as well. Oh man. It was like every race, you know, uh, and I don't know that it was dirty necessarily. It was just, as you said, the first turn, you know, in these online racing games is like, everybody's going balls to the wall and nobody wants to give in. And, uh, I got into it like almost every race, but that just like goes to show like in NASCAR, like I'd be angry, but I was like more worried with, okay, like I'm a little behind now, but let's run some good laps and see what we can do. And, you know, you're never really out of it because again, the cars can, you know, people spin out on their own because some of these cars are so difficult to drive on these tracks that even if you get pushed off the track in the first lap, you can make your way back. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, if, if your focus gets like diverted even like a tiny bit you mess up and then that's it people just like zoom by you yeah yeah Uh, it it doesn't take much you go over a barrier a little bit you know and the wheel hits the gravel you're spinning you know if you're in the grass for too long you're spinning if you try to cut a corner you know you might you might save some time if you don't get the penalty but you know again you can spin i mean it's it really uh it's it's tough to, to learn you know it really punishes you it does but I think that also makes like when you get like a, a high place finish, it makes it so much more satisfying. Like in NASCAR, it's like it's it's fun to win, but you're not really having a ton of competition in terms of, I guess, I don't know, I guess in terms of AI. I feel like it's very easy to kind of draft off someone and pass and, you know, continuously do that over and over again. Where this game, it feels like every position is just earned. If you can get up to a high place position without getting penalties and without crashing or losing your concentration or spinning off the track or doing something that messes you up, it's just super, super satisfying to get, you know, like a fifth place finish or a fourth place finish or, you know, even heck a sixth place finish, depending on how, you know, big the lobby is. Yeah, and I think that's what's going to keep me coming back is like wanting to improve in the game, learn the tracks, learn the turns. Because, you know, I, like you said, I got a fourth place, fourth place finish and I was hype about it because um, it was so tough, like just to get there, you know, like if you qualify seventh just to move up three spots throughout the race is tough. Um, yeah. And I mean, there are some people in these lobbies, you know, because in this you can qualify before the race. So you can you get like an idea of how the other drivers are going to be. And I mean, I would run like a minute 30 and be like, oh, sweet. Like that should be a good time. And then you have somebody down there running like a minute 22 and you're like, oh, Oh, this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> so yeah. just getting up there in the, the top five is that's what keeps you coming back is like wanting to get better at the game. Yeah. And in some of the some of the instances are really like unnerving because it's you're going so fast and the game wants you to go so fast in certain areas that you just don't feel like you can do it. And it, it scares me every time. Like I always like, you know, ease off the throttle and stuff because I just don't feel comfortable with just flooring it when they want you to floor it. Um, and that's, that's kind of like part of the learning curve of just getting comfortable with like, you know, how your car maneuvers. Cause you know, if you turn these cars, they will turn. You just have to make sure that your, your timing is right, which, you know, that really wasn't a thing in the NASCAR game, but in this one, it's like timing is everything for braking and turning. And if you do it wrong, it sets you up badly for the next turn, which sets you up badly for the next turn. It's like a chain reaction of 
not getting the optimal speed through those turns. Yeah, every second really counts. It really does. I mean, in this, some of the finishes are, you'll see it within like milliseconds, you know, milliseconds, each lap adds up over the course of the race. So if you win by two seconds, I mean, that's over the course of an entire race. I mean, you're talking about like milliseconds each lap. So it, it yeah. is very precise. It's very about timing. And, and, you know, you really, really, you have to know like the tracks. You really do. You can't just floor it the entire way through. You can't just come to a hard break. You're not going to win races. So I haven't quite figured it out yet. Like I've gotten a little bit better. I feel like my times are starting to go down, but I'm pretty excited to unlock like what the rest of this game has. Um, playing this along with The Last of Us 2 is uh, taking up some of my time as well. So once I'm able to finish that game, I can kind of fully dedicate it to F1 because um, I definitely want to put the time in. And I feel like there's so much I haven't even seen yet. I mean, there's so much in like the pit menus and things like that that I really I don't know what it is or, or what it how to control it. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to deep dive it. Yeah, I feel like there's you know, for, for these types of games, a lot of times, like, you know, I'll use like the terminology where it's like, oh, you know, this is a really good racing game. But I feel like in this case for F1 and, you know, there's, there's different instances too, but I just think this is a great game. Like just in general, I mean, just how many things you can do and how like in depth it is. It just doesn't feel like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like a a one trick pony. I feel like there's a lot of different elements here that could really appeal to people that aren't even racing fans. Um, and I don't know. I just, I think it's just a really complete and polished package that I, I feel like we just don't typically see. So it's, it's just really cool seeing a sports game feel really fresh and who knows, maybe for, you know, F1 19 players, maybe that's not the case, but for me as a newcomer coming in, I just feel like there's just so much here to absorb, um, and to, to get into. So it's actually really exciting. Yeah, the game's getting good scores. I mean, if you look across all of the platforms, all the websites um, that are reviewing it, I've seen 9 out of 10. I've seen 8 out of 10, 8.5, 9. So it's it's getting rated pretty highly. So I don't think it's just us kind of looking at it, you know, oh, this shiny new thing that's cool to us. I think, as you said, it's legitimately a good game. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that going forward. I'm sure we'll talk about F1 more. Um, but just kind of wanted to uh, to come on here, I guess, and just, you know, <laughs> just kind of throw up all this uh, this F1 praise. Because, um, you know, whenever you find a, a game that is, is so well built like this one is, you know, it always, always gets you excited. And, you know, obviously, hopefully NASCAR can get on track for next generation. Still holding out hope because, you know, I'm still going to end up buying um, you know, the next generation NASCAR game probably won't get this one though, because it's NASCAR heat Four repackaged. Um, but that was, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today. Um, what about you, Dakota? You all out of gas? <sighs> literally, literally all out of gas. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to get on and play. Uh, that's really all I have. Good game. Um, I'm excited. Like I said, to deep dive it. Um, you know, these episodes are kind of fun. Like, Hey, like this is what we picked up. This is what we're playing. So, um, I'm sure there'll be more talk as we unlock more of this, but no, definitely solid purchase so far. Um, I would agree NASCAR, the new one, it's going to be a hard pass, unfortunately, but this should scratch that itch at least until the next iteration of NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully everything changes and it, <laughs> it turns out to be a great game too. 
Um, or it does really bad, and then maybe someone like uh, Codemasters can pick up NASCAR too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so before I die in my uh, my car here because it is very hot, uh, it's probably a good idea to uh, to flip the switch here. And uh, you guys have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening in. You guys can, of course, check us out at GamePinions.net and, of course, your favorite podcast app. So until next time, keep on keeping on. See ya.